Streetwise Listens. Whether you're a beginning investor or an investing pro, Lee Cummings is your investor advocate, interviewing industry experts to gain insights and make better investment decisions. Providing you, the investor, with information about interesting emerging and microcap companies that you just might want to be paying attention to. And now for your host, Lee Cummings. Thank you for joining me here on Streetwise Listens. I'm your host, Lee Cummings. You heard the intro. You know what this show is about. So let's get it. So who am I? In short, I'm an eccentric, passionate filmmaker and avid investor on his quest to understand more about what companies to invest in. Listen, when I make films, I rely on the studios to do their research and to get me actors that are bankable. Meaning, if you were to bring in Tom Cruise, you are likely to get a meaningful return at the box office. Well, my fellow investors, we are doing the same thing with these investment experts. They've done the research and they're going to help us find the investment ideas that are more bankable. Today, we will be talking with Matt Badiali. He's going to give us some killer insight on why we should be paying attention to Dakota Gold Corporation, which is trading on the New York Stock Exchange right now. Matt Badiali is a founder and CEO of Mangrove Investor Media, an independent investment research publisher. He is a geologist by education, an investment analyst by profession, and a writer by nature. He began researching and writing about natural resource investments in 2004. His research appeared in Bloomberg, Barron, The Wall Street Journal, and Forbes. Matt, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you being on this podcast. To help me and all my listeners out there understand more about this company as an investment opportunity, there are three areas that I'd like to explore with you. First, why should we be thinking about investing in a gold company? Second, why Dakota Gold? And third, why does it make sense to be buying the stock right now? So let's start with number one, Matt. Go ahead. Well, Lee, thanks very much for having me. And, you know, uh, gold is a fairly important part of anyone's uh, investment portfolio. But I, I, I need to start, take a step back even before we start with gold and point out that there are two different aspects here. One is a commodity, right? It's gold, the metal that you turn into rings and jewelry and then there are gold miners and their businesses, they're, they're totally different. And what they're doing is they're basically sandwich shops that produce gold, right? So they okay. take all the other inputs. They've got to buy the bread. They've got to buy the lunch meat. They've got to buy the wrappers. And then they produce a product. And like a sandwich shop, if they don't have another loaf of bread, they can't make any more sandwiches. So gold miners offer a very different set of challenges for investors than the commodity gold but everyone focuses on the gold the price of gold so we can start there okay um and so you know i have a, a ray dalio quote uh he's a famous investor he said if you don't own gold you know neither history nor economics and all he means by that is gold is portfolio insurance so you put a little gold in just like you buy uh, health insurance. And when the market tanks, uh, uh -huh. gold tends to, sometimes it doesn't go down as far as everybody else. And sometimes it actually goes up when everything else goes down. In 2008, if you go back and look during that horrible uh, uh, market crash, the gold price went down and then soared out ahead of the market. 
And so if you why had does to do, why does it do that? I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. why does when, when times are bad and, and people are like, buy gold, buy silver, my dad, you know, yeah. God rest his soul, he was a colonel in, in the in the army and he was always about gold and silver yeah. and having those kind of things. So why that commodity? Why does it so so high yeah. when, when things it's because inflation, because because currencies are not real <laughs> they're not real assets mm -hmm. right they they can be manipulated okay. and that's what we you know we we see that all the time when the the fed um is printing more money or you yes. know everybody gets a check <laughs> because of covid you know right. that's kind of it's almost like fake money but gold you know mm. gold is a real tangible thing so if you're in let's say you're in ukraine right now and mm -hmm. there's no internet there's no electricity nobody's taking ukrainian dollars what do you use for commerce well somebody will still take a gold ring if you need to okay. buy water or food or something like that because gold is it is just it is it has its own value uh, as opposed to the paper that that the currency is printed on and then there's gold miners which is a different thing altogether so gold miners, so Dakota Gold Corporation that we're talking about today, mm -hmm. they are, they're basically gold miners, correct? They're not a miner yet. They're an exploration company. And so okay. um, they will respond to the gold price, but we want, we like exploration companies. I say this is the royal we. Investors tend to like exploration companies because you're, you're taking some risk. These are like lottery tickets in the okay. in the stock market they're like um software developers or drug makers um, because what you're doing is you're taking intellectual capital you're taking a bunch of scientists mm -hmm. uh and you are giving them a problem you know is there gold in these rocks that we can get out economically <laughs> and if they say yes then the value of this little company goes up immediately because you've taken something that was a it was an idea. Is there gold here? And mm -hmm. you've created wealth because yes, there is gold here. And it's really cool. It's really a, to me, it's, it's one of my favorite aspects of the stock market is to find these kind of companies that have great scientists that are doing great work and backing them. That's, that sounds wonderful. Now, let me ask you a question. Like I feel, I feel like the, the CEO is, is it Jonathan? Odd? Yes. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, we have Dr. Robert Quartermain. These guys feel like I feel like it's like Steph Curry and and, <laughs> and, and Clay Thompson out yeah. there. I mean, these two guys are rock stars, correct? They are, and and they're they're rock stars because, like Steph Curry, they've been there before, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you you pick yes. some unknown <laughs> basketball player and say which one of these two guys you think is going to go back to the championship first, you're going to say Steph Curry because he you know, right. right? Right, right. That's Quartermain and John Ock, okay. right? So. Okay. Quartermain is coming from a tremendous success. And it was one that he built. It's a company he founded. It, he went through just some of the he, some of the rockiest times for, for a company that I've ever seen. Um, and he handled this whole thing just cool as a cucumber and turned around and sold this company for $2.8 billion. I mean, wow. you know, he is he's wow. a rock star. And John wow. did the same thing. I mean, well, not quite the same. John, but John founded a company, mm -hmm. built it from nothing, and and actually has stepped down just as they're going to go and build a mine that he helped wow. discover. I mean, this is 
this is these two men have both done this they've created wealth out of just good ideas i think it's brilliant and so is that something that's important when you're looking at some someone like Dakota Gold Corporation, where you want to see the CEO or whoever's starting the company or whatever that might be, a mining company um, or exploration company, is that something that's important to to potential investors that my listeners right now that are saying, okay, these guys are rock stars. They have a potential like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, whoever that might be, yeah. your team is out there, mine's the Warriors, of course, but, <laughs> but, but is that something that's important for, for us to know as, as listeners that, you know, early adopters that are trying to buy and get into this new stock? There are times when I'll tolerate um, inexperienced management because I think an asset is great, but I've seen that go wrong so many times. I just know the risks there, you know? So Matt, why this, why this company? So we already started talking about how great management is, but there's more to it than that. So when I, when I look for kind of check boxes of why I want to buy a company, um, I talked about management. You really, especially with exploration companies, doesn't matter what they're looking for, whether it's the next drug, uh, the next big tech hit, you really have to have the right people. Um, the next thing is I want to know who's buying the shares. I want to know who else is, who else is on side. And one of the big kind of banners that, that Dakota Gold has is, that one of the largest gold miners in the world owns a big whack of this company uh, and it's Barrett gold. And so wow. this, the, the backstory of Dakota gold is that these guys actually um, acquired a lot of their ground from Barrick. And uh, it's a, it's a, you know, I spoke with the CEO at length a couple of weeks ago, asking him how he got this opportunity. And, and it really came down to, Barrick, they, they told Barrick what they wanted to do. Barrick was on side. They um, made a couple of agreements and Barrick, uh, they got the ground for shares in the company. And mm -hmm. so Barrick now owns a big position. And this is a historic mining district. So the next kind of, the next checkbox is, are we in moose pasture? where nobody's ever seen a lump of gold ever, but we're, we're excited about the opportunity, or is this a place where, you know, you have the right rocks and, and man, this part of North Dakota has a long history of gold and, and gold mining. I think it goes back 140 some year, 140 some years, uh, 40 million ounces of gold produced. It's, and there's 40 million. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot. <laughs> wow, that that's I mean, absolutely yeah. incredible. So 145 years. That's how long it is. So 145 yeah. years. They they have a 23,000 meter drill program that's underway right now. They have a spectacular asset. They just went public. There's no reason, like there's no factual material reason why the share price should be down as far as it is. But what it creates is this opportunity for people who haven't bought the shares yet, you know, to start picking off much cheaper uh, shares uh, and waiting for the good news to come. That's great. It, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, so now there's a couple of operating gold mines in the area. Core has a gold mine. I think Agnico, Eagle, another big gold miners have mines in the area too. These guys managed to put together 42,000 acres, including the historic Homestake mine, 
42,000 acres is, is a massive land package. So that does, it does a couple things for them. One, um, you know, when you're as a geologist, (laughs) geologists weird, we're weird. I'm going to tell you that right now. We think of time (laughs) in different ways and we think of scale in different ways because when you're working with the earth, when you're working with mountain ranges and these giant, um, uh, pieces of stone that have moved and they've been pushed up from deep in the earth into these mountains as they're being folded, you have to think on scales that are half mile, mile, two miles. And so you can have a gold deposit mm-hmm. that's the size of a football field within an area of rocks that are five miles. Wow. And that, you know, that, that, football field or two can Mm -hmm. be worth millions and millions of dollars. And there'll be all Mm -hmm. kinds of, they don't just, they don't just like get stuck in there without giving you, there's all kinds of road, road maps to find these things. But you know, when you're, when you're starting out, you know, it's like, imagine that somebody buried a car on the beach and, and they gave you, you can, you can pull up cylinders of, of metal you know, the size mm-hmm. of a drinking straw. And they're like, all right, you need to tell us the make and model of this car. Go. <laughs> okay. I get it. Right. So that's what I was going to, my, my other question was that, you know, with technology, the way it is today, you know, how is South Dakota or North Dakota, how has it been underexplored? I mean, I don't, I guess, yeah, I guess I feel like we've been here a million years or that millions and millions of plus years. How do we not know that there's gold? There are lots of reasons. Um, okay. the, 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 probably the most important one is that, you know, um, there are lots of rules about mining and exploration and who owns the ground and who owns the surface and who owns the subsurface. And so you don't look for a mine in a place where it's not ironclad because you can't like fold up the mine, put it in your suitcase, get on a flight home. You know what I mean? It's there. And so there, the, the history of mining is littered with theft where, and a lot of it was government appropriation. Uh, there was a, a great story it would be worth reading about called Crystal X. And this was a Canadian company in Venezuela and they found a gigantic gold mine. And uh, Hugo Chavez, the then president of Venezuela was like, hey, that's really cool, mine now. And he took it. Wow. And he had, he was one of those guys, man. He, he, uh, brought in all the a bunch of the u.s oil industry to develop his oil fields and then he's like ah thanks fellas and he took it and then he couldn't get him to come back he's like no no come on back come on back and they're like no we've seen the lucy and the football thing a million times we're not coming back (laughs) so he he lured in another group of he he lured in like halliburton and uh the these are the service companies and he got them to get his oil fields running again and he's like thanks they're mine and kicked them all out again didn't pay him so wow. like this, so there's a, an enormous amount of risk involved with, with trying to find and develop these assets because, you know, it's just exploration development takes money. There's no payback until the mine is operational, right? So you've got to spend all this money looking and then you've got to spend all this money putting in the infrastructure, making sure it's safe, making sure you have all the land title, getting your equipment in, getting your crew in, getting all your electricity and all that stuff set up, all that costs lots and lots of money. And so there are lots of areas that have gold that no one is going to get out of the ground because 
you, you're not going to uncomplicate it anytime soon. Um, I see. But there's another. So the, this DC gold has uh, this old homestake mine was actually sitting on the books at Barrick. They weren't working on it, but it was just it's part of their portfolio until these guys from Dakota Gold came along and said, you know, we have a new geologic model. Uh, we want to put together this land package. We want to use the information that you have because Barrick has, I don't know, 40 years worth of historical information on the rocks underground, which is a giant head start for all the scientists because instead of, you know, not knowing what's underneath, these guys have miles and miles of, of, um, of, of shafts and, and tunnels already cut. So they know what the rocks look like, which gives them an understanding of the way these things were formed, which gives them under, an understanding of where the ore bodies are going to lie so that they can go to new areas and look for the same situation and find, you know, new ore bodies. Wow. So this, in my mind, you know, and, and please excuse the simplest mm -hmm. explanation, but I, I just feel like, you know, I've got my, my hat, I've got my pitchfork, you know, I, I'm, it's, it's so much more detailed. Than what oh, I it's, yeah, it's not like you know, that at all anymore. I sound rudimentary, but it's just like, literally like, ah, I'm going to go up there and just golden hills <laughs> and let's start, ching, ka -ching, ka -ching. you know, like I, it's not like that at all. I mean, it's, it is a big, big detailed deal operation. It, it is, you know, it's, it's funny because um, a lot of people don't understand mining and they don't even understand how, important and significant it is to the way we live our our lives our society particularly north america and europe you know where we're a very electrified society um you know you you need to understand mining and you need to support the good mining companies i, I was in ireland a few years ago looking at some zinc mines uh and they're amazing because the zinc mines are in the towns. Like wow. you can't even tell, like I know what a head frame looks like. So I kind of, I'm like, it looks like a head frame, but it was in this manicured park like area with a big berm with these big shaggy goats walking around. And it was right, I mean, right next to the town and the town loved their mine. A lot of the people worked there. Um, the, the safety record was absolutely fantastic. There was no pollution because it was in the town. You know, the miners lived in the town. I mean, this was, it was so not what we in the West think of as a mine, you know, which is big, giant open pit with lots of dead trees right. all around it, you know, and dead right. fish in the rivers. It just, <laughs> it's just, a, and, and it's, it's absolutely doable. And a lot of these mining companies, these, especially these small Canadians, um, really understand how they need to behave in order to go about their business. And so I, I, I have a lot of time for that. I've got a lot more respect about mining companies now after talking to you. So, so let me ask you a question, why, why now? I mean, why is it such a good time for, for this now? And I know you spoke a little bit earlier about that, about inflation of the yeah. dollar. Well, there's and more to it, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So if you go and look at gold miners in general, mm -hmm. people hate them. You know, um, I've never in my life seen so many posts on Twitter just hacking the crap out of gold miners. Um, and that's great because what that means is that, you know, there aren't that many people invested in them right now. 
And okay. so if people aren't invested in them and they don't care, um, the share prices are approaching the lowest point that they can hit. And so when you get to the point where you just can't go any lower, the alternative is you go up. Okay. And so I yeah. like, I like finding, I like finding sectors that people are just throwing in the towel. You know, when you say, oh, I'm interested in gold miners, and they're like, get out of my bar. I don't want to talk to you. You know, that's, <laughs> I don't, don't want to be in a place where, you know, you say, uh, yeah, I was thinking about cryptos. Oh, me too, man. I, let me show you all the crypto I own. Right. That scares the crap out of me, you know, especially when that's your barber. Right. So that's, <laughs> so that's kind of the, that's the, the big broad, why this sector, why now, you know, I'm, I mean, I am. I'm a little concerned about the general market because, you know, if we do have a big kind of reset in the S&P right now and, and it, it comes down, mining companies are going to come down too. Uh, but mm -hmm. what we've seen in the past is that, that um, you know, when the gold price recovers, it typically does it much faster than everything else. And it when it gets a tailwind, that's when people start going, oh, gold, mining stocks. All right, that's interesting. I'm going to start looking. And then they buy the GDX. And when you start buying, you see the interest in these funds, like the GDX and the GDXJ, they all, they all own lots of these miners. So they start getting a tailwind. And then you start seeing you know, the, the share performance talked about on in Bloomberg and the Wall Street Journal. And then more people know about it. And the next thing you know, it's a full-blown bull market. And those are fun. Wow. So. Excellent. Well, you've been just an absolute, well, gold. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> oh, man, that was tough. You're gold, Jerry. Jerry, <laughs> gold. I, I really do appreciate you being on the podcast. And I just wanted my listeners to, you know, have more insight. And you gave that to us today. I, I You're very insightful, knowledgeable knowledgeable about Dakota Gold Corporation and, and, and also an amazing geologist. <laughs> Um, I foresee us having a million more podcasts to come. Um, anytime, Lee. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed talking to you. Well, investors, that was Matt Badiali, geologist and gold expert. For more investment ideas from Matt, visit www.mangroveinvestor.com. Mangrove Investors focuses on investment opportunities that can generate profits from companies doing the right thing, sustainably, ethically, and environmentally. You can also follow Matt on Streetwise Reports, www.streetwisereports.com, where he contributes his ideas regularly. If you want to learn more about Dakota Gold and other exciting companies, be sure to watch Streetwise Live with Cindy Edwards. You can find Streetwise Live on our YouTube channel. Until the next show, this is your host and investor advocate, Lee Cummings, signing off. For more information about the companies discussed in this podcast, or to hear about other interesting investment ideas, visit www.streetwisereports.com. If you're an industry expert and would like to be interviewed on a future Streetwise Listens podcast, email us at info at streetwiselistens.com. This podcast does not constitute investment advice. Each listener is encouraged to consult with their individual financial professional and any action a listener takes as a result of information presented here is their own responsibility. This podcast is not a solicitation for investment. Streetwise Listens does not render general or specific investment advice and the information should not be considered a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Streetwise Listens does not endorse or recommend the business, products, services, or securities of any company mentioned here. 
Statements and opinions expressed are the opinions of the interviewees and not of Streetwise Listens or its officers. The interviewees are wholly responsible for the validity of their statements. The interviewees were not paid by Streetwise Listens for this podcast. Streetwise Listens requires interviewees to disclose any shareholdings in or economic relationships with companies that they talk about. Streetwise Listens relies upon the interviewees to accurately provide this information and Streetwise Listens has no means of verifying its accuracy. From time to time, Streetwise Listens and its directors, officers, employees, or members of their families, as well as persons interviewed for podcasts, videos, and interviews on our sites may have a long or short position in securities mentioned. At the time of recording, officers and or employees of Streetwise Listens own securities in Dakota Gold Corporation.